Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Flow Track Podcast. I am Kevin. He is Gordon. Thanks, everybody, watching on YouTube or listen later on. Video, audio, doesn't matter. Got some first-timers in the chat. Zach said, I'm usually never live for these. And he followed up with a question. Welcome, Zach. Gordon, have you been working out consistently still? I have. I well think. Yeah. It's still going. Why not? If You set a 2022 goal. Yeah. You don't get it. You don't get it. Roll it over. Roll it over. It's like a Roth IRA. Just keep rolling <laughs> over. You know. Gordon is so con- uh, committed to this workout thing. His car battery died two days ago. If you listen to Wednesday's show, he talked about it a little bit. He never got the battery fixed, folks, because he's like, I'm just going to ride my bike. Yeah. Just ride the bike. You're a cyclist now. I'm a cyclist. So I had to pick him up. Full-time which cyclist. Which is why we're three minutes late <laughs> You know, to the show, because Gordon refuses to get his car There's a lot fixed. of things I need to do. Okay. I need to get my car battery and or starter fix. Yeah. But I also have to take my car to a mechanic place to get a gas valve fixed. No, that's a recall. You take, recall. take it to the dealership. Don't dealership take it. No, dealership. Yeah. Recall, gas valve. But I also need to get my license renewed. It's been expired for like three months now. And then I also need to buy some cleats because soccer season you starts up I on s- Monday. <laughs> and the cleats yeah. are at the mall, which yeah. is like a 15-minute drive. You can get them online. They'll can, deliver stuff to you these yeah, days. Yeah, I don't want to pay premium for that. So I just need to get I think you can I renew your license online too. Yeah. No, you have to go in to take the photo. Logan says you should just steal a new battery. Yeah, Gordon is a thief. We've established that last week. I mean, if I saw a battery on the side of the road, I wouldn't not not. Don't try. do that. Yeah, Gordon, and you've been walking out with your passport. I saw you. Yeah. In real life, just that's my form put of identification. It in your pocket like it was a wallet. Jeez. I feel like a European when I walk around with a passport. Remember a couple weeks ago when I said it's hard to envision you. With like kids, this yeah. Is this, why. this was this, is this why. was a that was a private conversation. But, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. You know. Well, come on, they're all friends here. Okay, yeah, I yeah. mean, there's only a couple people in the chat. I didn't mean it in a in a bad way. Just your life is just so much different from my life. Yeah. After work, and I have never seen you in a role similar to that. And then now that I hear that you have all these things pending to do, yeah, I'm working on it. Furthers that. It's not again. It's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. I'm just saying it's hard for me to imagine that. It's hard for me to picture that. Part of me kind of wants to see how long I can go with an expired license. No, don't. Don't do Colt, your thoughts on Gordon's like, life currently. We haven't seen we haven't heard from Colt in a while. Fan favorite. I feel like the license thing here is probably the biggest hurdle because I mean, well, actually I take that back. If you don't have a car that's working, <laughs> technically don't need the license. There you go. Kind of gotta work backwards on this. Yeah. I told you I had a guy that could get you a new battery. I felt bad because I forgot to send the info until yesterday afternoon. I was supposed to send it a whole day earlier. Yeah. But I'm thinking, oh, he solved that problem days ago. No. Truth be told, 
No. So you still could call the guy. Still call. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call the guy. That's the plan. All right. Let's talk about track and field. That's why people are listening, right? No, Mr. Runner, 1892. Maybe a kid is what he needs to get his life on track. That's a bad. It's a, people do that. They think kid <laughs> solves problems, but does not it creates new ones. But loving problems, right? You right. Like different types. Different yeah, different types of problems. Problem. Right, let's I, talk about track. I would say, yeah, do your thing. All right, we're gonna talk about the meet in Melbourne. Uh, men's mile talk about fred curly we'll preview the birmingham world indoor tour which is the world indoor tour final bum ba da bum bu last chance meet and then it is friday so we'll do over-unders gordon will desperately try to catch up oh i'm making a big run i made the over-unders this time so six of them first time all year and i'm gonna go six and oh so that way six and oh six and oh and you're going oh for six maybe i like your strategy though you're just thinking hey i need to Catch up, and then once you catch up, you're going to do one over under a week. Yep. So it's going to be difficult for me yeah, to yeah. claw back. Okay. You want to start? Yeah. So you, you, you put, we should say, Gordon put the rundown together. Yes. W- can I reveal this part of what I said? Sure. No, I'm not going to because I okay. feel like I'm dunking on you too much. So, first of all, I watched this race live. I, for some reason, decided to stay up till 3 a.m. on Wednesday night. <laughs> into Thursday morning, and yeah. I was like, screw it. I'm not asleep yet. I'm going to watch the race. So I watched the mile and the 200. But notably, this mile. They led off with it. This was the first yeah. race of the entire meet. They said, hey, we got our superstar here, Oliver Hoare. Let's put him first. Yeah. Let's not wait. And I was following it to think about how is Hoare going to – I knew Hoare was going to win. I just want to know what – first of all, I predicted it would go out in like 159, 158, which it did. Nailed it. Nailed it. Well done. And – I also thought that Centrowitz was not going to be able to handle the pace. And Hoare running 352, closing kick, it's great. All right, this isn't about Oliver Hoare. It's about two other people in this race, notably. I think we should start with Centro, though. I know maybe we should talk about the 16-year-old, but I want to start with Centro. If you watch this race, Centro goes right to the back. Mm-hmm. He's coming off a 156. You think, oh, Russ Buster, will see what he does here in a bigger field, in a mile, his true event. For some reason, Central just didn't look like he looked like he was running with bricks for shoes. Like it looks like his feet were extra heavy. Like it just didn't look like he had a pep in his step. He was never in it from the beginning. He went right to the back and then just like over time was farther and farther back from the group. And I mean, yes, we don't know what this workout regimen's been. You don't know where he is, fitness wise, health wise, but he's now too. Four races back to back for someone who we look at as you know one of the best U.S. American milers of all time. It's getting harder to do do the trust the process, trust that Centro is going to be top three in July. What was your take on his four hundred six? Yeah, he was never in it, and then there was this big gap, and then he caught a couple. You know, he then he moved in front of people, and then was in no man's land, which could not have made it easy at all my thoughts here are there's two things going on and it's a race to see which one gets accomplished first one is he's coming back from an injury and time off so the more time he has the more races under his belt conceivably we would think he would get better because he's getting back into training he wasn't running for a while there yeah but at the same time that is happening age is taking its toll too and it's very hard to run 55 second quarters couple times over or closing in 51 seconds so that gets harder to do as time goes on so while his health may be improving he's also having to deal with just the general effects of of, of getting old and a guy who's been through done three olympic teams obviously got a gold in rio he's got world championship medals as well too has been consistent in the sport yeah, greatest for a, for a very long time. I think greatest U.S. miler of all time. Right on the men's side for sure. So he gets to go again in two more weeks in Sydney. I think that'll be a good uh, another test. But anytime an athlete gets to this chapter of their career, I remember this with Alan Webb. You look at a result, and people would be like parsing it and cutting it this way, and oh, but he closed really well, and if this happened, yeah. and you wonder how the athlete themselves see it because some people will tell you the athlete's the first person to know when they don't have it anymore and some people will say athletes are the last person to know because they think they can always claw it back and get it back 
I'm not sure what camp he would be in or what, what camp anybody is in. But yeah, he was just an, he wasn't a factor in yeah. this race. But then again, he hadn't been running for a while. But they're not going to have a separate race at the U.S. Championships in July for the people who haven't ran in a while. Yeah. He's got to line up against Jared Nagus against Cole Hawker. Yeah. So still wait and see. I, it's he needs to give us one good run in the next two, or else it's going to be very hard to imagine him being top three. In our, in our well, opinion. there's a difference in that race. All right, you're not going to beat Hoare. Yeah. Not a big deal. Not going to no. beat Sam Tanner. Not even that big of a deal. No. I want to see, though, in his next race, how, how close he can be. Can he maintain contact? Because I will give him a little bit. I'll give him a little bit more leeway here in that the fact that I don't think he's planning on getting gapped like that. That was, that was weird in a mile to, uh, by the second lap to be in no man's land. That's yeah. a very strange position to be in. Maybe he's a few seconds faster if that didn't happen. Maybe it's a different – because, right, you look at 406 and you're like, oh, man. That's that's way far off. Yeah. But some of that probably due to no man's land. So that's why I want to see how the race shakes out in Sydney. Speaking of the race, though, we were thinking about how is Ali Bahor going to do? How is Centrowitz going to do? But the man who stole the show was the man who got fourth in the race? Was it fourth? Cameron Myers, age 16. You can look at this finish. He's in the – He's. Ch- I guess he gets third. He's like in that mm-hmm. chase pack. Yeah. Runs 355, breaking a world record for fastest mile at age 16 or younger. 355, a record that was 356 and held by Jakob Ingebrigtsen. So a lot of times you look at records, you're like, who held the record? Is it like a legit record? Because, you know, the person has a 10-mile the ten year old age group record is not like <laughs> the ten the ten year old ten mile record yeah, is tough. Whatever. Yeah. So but if you look at these records, Jakob started holding the record at age sixteen and mm-hmm. then he clearly got better and better. Well Hawker has it at age nineteen. Didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Um but yeah, age sixteen it was three fifty six. Now it's three fifty five by the Aussie Cameron Myers. Yeah. I think it was his first time breaking four as well. Does it in February? Man, is 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 he going to, you know, are we going to look out like four years from now? And all of a sudden we're going to see Cameron Myers out there running sub 330, 1500s and, you know, being the next big, you know, dominant mid-distance mm. runner. So at the end of January, he ran 340 for 1500. Yeah. So he was in, in this range, took advantage of the fact that this was a good field, like the way he closed there. You see, though, the difference, right, between age 16 and age 17 with Jakob Ingebrigtsen. He, Ingebrigtsen, and maybe it's because he just didn't run. Oh, no, his 1500 gets way faster, too. I was going to say maybe he shouldn't run a mile. His 1500 goes from 339 to 331, 16 to 17, and his mile goes 356 to 352. So that 331 is even more impressive. So basically by 17, he was running a 348 equivalent mile. So the expectation should not be that, right? That's way too I don't high. Know. I think he could run 352 next year. That's right. He could, but that's a huge, huge burden to put on somebody true, who's true. still developing in the sport. What made Inga Britson special is, you're right, he started from this phenom standpoint, and then he just kept getting better. Just didn't know. As if he was someone who had just picked up the sport and hadn't been running for years. He was like the first one to ever have truly linear progression. <laughs> like just every year he got older he just got right, right. better there was no like oh stagnant he was just like nope a year yeah. older a year better a year older you're better and then just now he's at the best yeah it's you think about the phenoms let's just say Ingebrigtsen, sydney mondo really good from a young age and a lot of, but then you say oh a lot of people were good from a young age they were better than everybody else from a young age but then they just kept improving yeah they kept improving in a way as if someone had just discovered the sport in high school. Hey, I PR'd again. They kept doing that on top of how good they already were. Man, Aussie though, they're they're doing pretty well. So that was that was my other takeaway. Australia, golden era of mid-distance running. After the four by two K relay at World Cross, McSwain made this joke, Kenya, Ethiopia, Australia, the big three. I don't know. Maybe. I mean maybe he's looking into the future. Who who's their what's their four by mile right now? So McSwain? McSwain, Hoare, Hoare, Ramsden. Ramsden? And then is it, is it is it Myers? Is it Cameron Myers? Is he on the squad? 355's pretty legit. Is he like the when they put like 
LeBron James on Team USA when he was like 18 type thing? <laughs> Let me look at 2022. Let's, there might be a name that we're missing here. An obvious one. Men's 1500, 2022. Australia. Look at this. You're finding it. Boom, boom. Almost there. Ace not, the not Austria. Not Austria. It can be confusing. Also, every time I type out the word Australia, I spell it wrong every single time. So this is the top group. Hoare, McSwain, Hunter, Peter Bull, and Ramson is five. So I guess we you could include Charlie Hunter in there. Yeah. And the 15. Well, Hunter's now also more of an eight guy. So, Well, he Ooh. always was more of an eight guy, wasn't he? Yeah. Jack Antsy as well. They got a lot of... They got a lot of depth. Ozzy's good. They have a good DMR. That race was cool. You talked about Centrowitz, Myers, and Hors, three different eras, all yeah. in one race, three different ways Past, to look present, at future. one result. Another race that happened that I decided to stay up for. So this race happened at like 3.03 <laughs> a.m. Oh, Kai Robinson. Elijah. Or, or Kai Robinson, too. Kai Robinson. Yeah, Kai Robinson. He's good. He is very good. Maybe, so Didn't around, mean interrupt your Around segment. 3 a.m., Curly running the 200. I was like, "Ooh, what we're we gonna see?" Gets on the starting line. First time seeing him in the A6 kit. There was a malfunction in the beginning. Uh, I think it was like a no one got DQ'd, but it's a restart. Restart uh, block um, situation. So then they go back into the blocks. A few minutes later, Curly gets the win, which we knew it was gonna happen. But I thought it was fun the way he did it. What 30, 40, maybe even 50? Probably. Nah, 30, closer to 30. 33 meters before the finish line. <laughs> Curly celebrates. Puts his hand up. He's like, I am him. Gets the easy win. <laughs> his time, something that I, I said he won 20.29. Didn't I say something like that? 20.29? Uh, you just nailed all these I think I said man. he was going to run 20.29. So I could be wrong, but I think that's what I said. He runs 20.3. So pretty damn close. I know how to predict Aussie races. That's all I'm trying to say. You run and you celebrate that early. Everyone is just going to speculate what you could do yeah similarly to the first round at worlds you run the you run as fast as he did in the first round and then everybody's got to think about it oh man if he ran through the line hard everyone knows what his true ability is right now you celebrate early people there, are guessing there was a side comment by one of the commentators who's like oh that was like disrespectful it's like come on guys it's it's february it's australia the, like uh, it's not a serious like it's a fun meet He's better than everyone. It's okay yeah. if he put his hand up. Like no one is going, no one is gonna be, have sleepless nights being like, I can't believe Fred Curley put his hand up and beat me in a race. Like, I'm who cares? pro, yeah, I'm pro celebration. It would be funner if he did two hands. If he did like a touchdown type visual, that would be more fun. Yeah, and listen, the feel. If you wanted to run through the line, you have to put a better field out there. Yeah, that's exactly. the solution for it. There's a lot of guys in the. I mean, that is a very early celebration. <laughs> he was. I would like to see the side on angle because. He was ahead, but it wasn't by a huge margin. And he, he knew which way it was going once he started getting those legs turning, coming off the bend. So he announced after the race on the track that he's running a 400 in a week or so. So he's going to run yeah. a 400 in yeah. Australia. Uh, but he did say his goal, his goal is double gold. Yeah. So a lot of people putting out the double gold as a goal. You got Everybody's doing it. Goal, yeah. You got... Curly, I don't know. If, I'm not sure if Norman has said that if he makes the hundred, he would scratch the four hundred. As he has implied that. All we have is the quotes from the article, yeah. where it doesn't say anything. But well, anyway, he says he wants three golds because he wants both relays plus the open hundred. So actually, he's not saying. So double. yeah, he's, he's not saying one, two, or one, four. But the one Curly, double gold, one, tw like who? I mean, we talked about this, I think, but. Who is it easier? Chance? Is it easier for Noah to win the hundred than it is for Curly to win the two hundred? Yes, yeah. I think so because I think Noah's more of a lock in the two than Curly is in the one. Yeah. Noah or Fred might be slightly better in this. Well, I guess he is. We could say he's better in the two because he's, he's made a team in the two. Noah hasn't made one in the one, so that's close to it's even. It's in the in the ballpark of even. I I could argue it either way, but. The fact of the matter is that the gold in their primary event is easier for Noah to achieve yeah. right now with the 200, seeing as how solid he Check is. Check out this photo of Curly. Great, great line. Everybody's talking culture, but it starts with us. He was really into, like, he celebrated, like, right away with the fans, He's taking, taking pictures. Selfie, yeah. like, it was very clear he was there as the fastest man in the world and soaking all that in. I looked up the schedule. 
I know you want to know this. The one four. This is not a podcast unless Kevin doesn't talk about well, a goddamn schedule. Listen, are you going to say the word sub four in this podcast? Then I get to say the word Ooh, schedule. Should that be our – yo, Lent started, right? Yeah. When did Lent – started like earlier this week? I'm not I'm not sure. I. But it's, here's my point. We, that's what we should give up. No, no, I'm not going to give I up. I won't saying, talk about sub four until Easter, and you can't talk about the schedule. You want to know about the schedule because you've been talking about the one okay, four. Okay, this will be our last time. No, I'm going to talk about it all the time because it's relevant. So there's there is overlap where I think it's first round of the the 400 is like is the morning of the 100 final. Uh, but that's a jog. You run 46. Yeah, you're fine. It doesn't seem crazy. Yeah, it's a but also up. it's frustrating that then then it goes every other day basically. So the first round is on day two, and the final for the 400 is on day six or so something they like just that. Shifted it. They could have just moved it. They could have made it back to back. It, it'd be an easy fix. That's for Budapest. I don't know what it is for Paris. But I am, I am – you've got me excited about the 1-4 possibilities because now we have two people at least who would be into that. I, I tell you, I want someone to, to go out and run the 1, the 2, the 4, the 4x1, four the 4x4, four four, and the mixed 4x4. Four four. Do, do, uh, do a Michael Phelps yeah. in the track. That's what I want. Michael Phelps in the track. All right. You're forgetting, you're forgetting that you're in charge of the show, I think. <laughs> I'm not in charge. Am I in charge of the yeah. show? I thought I just wrote the rundown. You still leave No, it. you're doing good. We can't change now. You did the first two segments from Melbourne, so I think you need to keep going. Okay. And I, I, I am enjoying the slightly awkward pauses in between each one. Oh, okay. So. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Are you implying that like I have never No, it's fine. It's good. able to like like the podcast that has been running through your brain, like you've been the mastermind behind this podcast for the past 580 episodes. No, I'm saying I usually host it, so I don't blame you for defaulting into thinking I'm going to kick it to the next segment, and I'm enjoying not doing that. Got it. It's like a little vacation. It's, it's a nice break. You just I can't bring the ball up the court every single time. Hey, all right, you take it. Okay. And I just sit over here and listen to the setup. How am I doing? You're doing pretty good. I guess we shouldn't. I shouldn't have made a big deal of it because now I've and probably now gotten your head. Self-aware. Sorry. Yeah, it's bad. Right. All right, let's talk about the Birmingham uh, World Indoor Tour final. They call it a final, but it's not. It's just the final meet of the tour. It's not like a qualifying final because the winner isn't technically the winner. Anyway, uh, some interesting storylines coming out of this, starting with the men's sixty hurdles. Grant Holloway mm-hmm. running uh, against Daniel Roberts in a great field. Grant Holloway is eleven and zero. All time against Roberts, trying mm-hmm. to go for that patent twelve and zero, which everyone was is thinking about. It's, yeah, how'd you find that stat? How long did it take you to find that stat? War Athletics, you can go head to head. Okay, perfect. Uh, hard, yeah. So Grant Holloway eleven zero all time against Daniel Roberts, but this is an interesting. Freddie Crittenden's there, the U.S. champ, also. But everyone's gonna be thinking about Grant Holloway. We know he's likely to win. He hasn't been flirting much with his. Personal best slash world record. Maybe this is a race he gets closer to the the seven twos. I don't know. Um, but the thing that I took away from this is I looked into the World Indoor Tour. The winner of the World Indoor Tour gets a buy to the 2024 World Indoor Championships. Mm-hmm. Grant Holloway currently is in second place. Yeah, he has says. 20 points, and Daniel Roberts has 24 points. Meaning, if Grant Holloway wins the Birmingham 60-hurdle race on Saturday, but Daniel Roberts gets second, Roberts will receive the bye because getting second is only five points less than getting first. So therefore, if you have a four-point lead, you're going to maintain that lead because uh, you'll have four. Five points is better than more four. Anyway. Yeah, it is. But it is. Yeah. here's the thing. <clears throat> yeah, If Grant Holloway wins... And Roberts gets second, but Holloway breaks a world record. He gets an extra three points, and then he'll pass him. So basically, here's the scenario. If Grant Holloway wins but doesn't break the world record, and yeah. Roberts gets second, Roberts gets the bye. If Grant Holloway wins, breaks the world record, or Roberts gets third or worse, then Grant Holloway gets the bye. I would be surprised with a world record, and I say that given we know how good Grant is, but I think we would have seen – something earlier this season if that was going to be the case and he's been in the high seven threes you got to get in the high seven twos 
do it. 729 is his, his world record. I'm interested, though, in the gap between Roberts and Holloway. They were pretty close last, close-ish last time, closer than normal. And then Roberts went on and got a PR in Madrid. So he's coming. Roberts is going to be there. He went under 740. Guys, they're only 100th off. Or the, the, their season best is only 100th uh, apart now, I believe, right? I made a mistake. What's that? I made a mistake. I got to oh. delete this tweet. <laughs> I think I got to delete the tweet. <laughs> I made a mistake. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah, never mind. No, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. I thought... So, if you get first, you get 10 points. If you get second, you get seven. So, if, if, if Roberts gets seven points, he'll get to... You go 24 plus seven is 31. Grant will get 30, and 31 is more than 30. Okay, never mind. I don't need to delete the tweet. I thought I did the math wrong, because I did this tweet at, like, 2.30 in the morning. I've been staying up to, like, 2 to 3 a.m. the past few nights. Mm-hmm. Clearly something's going on in my head. I don't know why I'm sitting up so late, but yeah. Tweet is still correct. We're good. I did the math. We're good. Thanks. Oh, Cole has a calculator. Cole got a calculator out there. No, yeah. So Ten Robert's seven. gets second. He he clinches. He's going to uh, world Cole, spot. you got to throw that up at the big screen so people yeah. can uh, no, people see, see your, your, your math there. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I'm not worried about that. I'm thinking this race is going to be pretty good. And but we have you... the win streak going back to 2014, 11-0. I well, Holloway's still the big favorite, but Roberts has been closer than I thought he would be this year. Yeah, and he's the, been running really well. This may not be important to you, but who cares who has to buy? This is very important to Freddie Crittenden or very important to Trey Cunningham because I think they would much rather have to let Grant Holloway get the buy and beat out a Daniel Roberts for top two at USA's than have to beat out Grant Holloway at USA's. Yeah, last thing you want is Grant Holloway needing to qualify. Like, I'm sure women's 800-meter runners love it when a thing Mo has a bye. You're like, all right, we don't need to beat a thing Mo. We don't need to beat Sydney. It's really good when your stars have the buys because if you're the second, third yeah, guy yeah, yeah. or girl in the U.S. I'm just saying the amount of people who are worried about world indoors for 2024 is you, me, Grant. Grant. I don't know how a, Roberts, much. Roberts, three. But are they keeping Trey, tabs on Cunningham the is four. Freddie Crittenden is five. Are they keeping track of the points like that? No. Colt cares. Me and Colt will text him about this. <laughs> right, Colt? True. There, Absolutely. see? See, this is Roberts' reaction to realizing, I'm going to get the bye. I just need to get second to Holloway, and I'm good. You think that's why he reacted that way? It wasn't Yeah, look at that life- smile. That's a smile of... It's a lifetime best smile. No, that's a, I'm getting the bye in 2024 smile. No, that's a, that's a lifetime. I've been running this event for years, and I ran faster than I ever have. All right, anyway... I don't think world record will happen, but I do think Grant's going to win, go 3-0 and on the World Indoor Tour, and then be like, wait a minute, why am I not there? It's because Roberts ran four races instead of three. Yeah, run them. Run them. Run the race. Yeah. Uh, speaking of buys, I'm turning this into the buy segment. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, hey, my run of show, my topics. Men's 1500. So before we talk about Josh Kerr, I want to talk a little bit about Yard Nagus. So put up the tweet. <laughs> oh, gosh. This bro. is a tweet that I did. Last night. Another one. Is this one accurate? This one's accurate. Yaren Nagus not racing the Birmingham 1500 could cost him a bye to the 2024 World Indoor Champs. Nagus now needs Adele Michelle to either to not win, which is possible, but he also needs Neil Gorley to get outside the top four. If that happens, Yaren Nagus gets a bye to World Indoor Championships in the 1500. Here's the thing. If Nagus would have entered this race, he could have controlled his destiny because he could have, you know, finished top four, have enough points, and be able to prevent uh, Gorley from getting top four or whatever. Uh, but I don't know. If you're you are Nagus, wouldn't you want to buy to World Indoor Championship? Like, wouldn't you want that? I know it's not like this is like the Continental Cup or some like. <laughs> World relay, like no one cares. I mean, it's world indoors. It's fifteen hundred. It's kind of a good race. I don't know. You think Yard would want that experience in an Olympic year? You got like get some international game going? No. I think he's probably confident enough that if he wants to do it next year, he can just go to USA and qualify. 
Why, I, don't think, I don't think they're planning a schedule. They're not thinking that far. They barely think that far ahead on outdoors. But talking why? about track and field athletes in general. But he doesn't know if he's how, his health. What if all of a sudden he gets like he's not the same now? He has an opportunity. You know, like you don't know how he's going to be a year from now. He doesn't know how he's going to be a year from now. You can't just pre- pretend that his career is going to be you know a twelve uh, yeah, year I, career. Worst, Take advantage of every opportunity to get worst a medal. case scenario. You're not on the the a world indoor team, and most people have. Taking a pass at least once on world indoor teams in their career, yeah, but, top level athletes. Yeah, most of them take the pass once they're already established on the outdoor stage. Nagus isn't established yet on the outdoor stage, so take advantage of get it, get a medal, man. <laughs> Wait, he's not established on the outdoor stage, so go run indoors. No, just do well outdoors. Get a global medal indoors first before you. You got to walk before you can run. You got to indoor before you can outdoor. Listen, if it was me, yeah, it makes a ton of sense. If but, it was everyone, it makes a ton of sense. No, clearly not. Why are you not. defending this move? This does not make sense. I'm just saying I don't think he cares. I don't Why think most does... people care. Like when I joked about I think he doesn't you, know. and all, you and Grant Holloway, the only ones keeping tabs of the points, I was only slightly being sarcastic. Let's ask the chat. I think so few people are actually caring about next year's world indoors. They're using just these races, make some money, test their fitness, Get ready for the outdoor season. That's what indoors is. Chat's not even paying attention to what we're talking about. They're talking about like some other races and stuff. Uh, well, maybe you're behind on the chat. Yeah, I think you're behind. Okay. but I'm up to date. AJT says, I really do not think Nagoose cares about this. Thomas says, I'm sure Nagoose can place in the top two next year's next year indoor USATF. Uh, then Jadil says, Gordon needs a haircut and Kevin needs a haircut. Yeah, I do need a haircut. I need a haircut yeah. too. But I can't drive to the haircut place. Because you don't have, I don't have a, a license car. or a car. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, anyway, I just thought it was interesting that, you know, an American has an opportunity to get a buy and it's just like letting it slip through his fingertips. Mm-hmm. Speaking of buys, uh, Katie Moon <clears throat> most likely will get a buy in the pole vault. And Aaliyah Hobbs, if Asher Smith doesn't win, will get a buy in the 60. Aaliyah Hobbs, if Asher Smith doesn't win, will get a buy in the 60. Yeah. Got it. All right. Exactly. But now let's talk about this 1500. Josh Kerr, I spoke to him briefly at, in Albuquerque when I was at USA, because that's where he trains in Albuquerque. He's coming out here. I think his goal is to break the British record, which I think is his own record. Yeah, PB. Yep. Um, but his PB is close to the world record. It's about a second off, or maybe two seconds off. I don't know if it's a hot pace. The world record indoors isn't too crazy. Like, do you think Josh? He looks fit, man. He ran that incredible three k. Yeah. He's under a race, so maybe he can just pop one last fire and like, yeah. Could we see something special from Josh Kerr? I think we just talked about Nagus going for this record, so it's not crazy to say, yeah, Josh Kerr yeah, can go for it too. Exactly. Josh Kerr is fit. He his big effort has been in the three k and the half marathon recently. Gorley's in there. McCall's in there. So there's some good runners in there. Remember, Gorley ran out of his mind in that Nagus race as well, too. I think this is going to turn more into a race for the win than it is. It's going to go. It's going to be quick because they're going to have pacers. But I don't think this is going to be a pure record attempt. I think we'd be hearing more about it if it was a record attempt. But Eric, Eric Sawitsky's in the race. Okay. Well, what did did Josh say record to you when you talked to him or not? You said the word British record to me. Okay. Well, that's different. Okay. Are we talking British record or world record? Because British record is just him PRing. So, yes. Yeah, but if you're going to PR, you might as well kill a little faster. I, I... That's a good shirt name. If I'm going to PR, I might as well PR a little faster. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah. That's a different. That's There's seventeen British record and world yeah, record. Yeah, I... he's not going to be going. Yeah, that's true. He's not going to push himself to a, a place he's never been. He's going to push himself to a place he's been, but just a little bit faster. Yeah, it's a British record. And it's and it's quick. What is the it's 330 is it 331? Josh Kerr. 33286. Yeah. So that's two seconds. Full two seconds. Yeah, so, so he's probably gonna run about 332s. Yeah. Again, I, I I think it'll end up being more about because he he's almost gotta play defense though here from Gorley though. That's the other Gorley could get the record, right? Gorley's not going to get the record. Do you know what Gorley just ran? What did he just run? You didn't even pay attention. Indoor mile? You don't even know either. You're it's looking it up. 349. You don't. Because Mag- Magoos ran three thir- uh, 347, and, and Gorley was back. But what's it 349 in, in 332. 15? Just okay. around 332. So it's, he's right there. And he's... That's that's a, that's kind of maybe they'll push each other, and maybe we'll see a world record then. Yeah. I, it just depends. Is it going to be like that 3K? 
where we Katir versus Germa and is two guys going for yeah. the world record. Or most of the times, what happens is you get the two and they, going after each other, and they just start racing for the win yeah. and not racing for time. I think that's what it'll turn into if I had to predict. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Uh, four other notable races, I think, at Birmingham. Women's 60, you got Dina Asher-Smith versus Sharika Jackson's back. Yeah. Yeah, we saw her at early season. Yeah. Was that New Balance, right? And she didn't make it out of the first round, which was like a strange race. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm interested to see how she does. So we'll see there. I told, I mentioned if Aaliyah Hobbs, if Asher Smith doesn't win, right. Aaliyah Hobbs gets a bye. So Aaliyah Hobbs, huge fan of Jamaica right now. Yeah, go go go, go Jamaica, go go. That's what Aaliyah Hobbs <laughs> is saying on her couch. Uh, women's eight hundred, Keely, she's running one last ride in the dirt. In the she's been running a lot of eight hundreds and six hundreds. Is she running Euros too? Yeah, but one last ride in the indoor tour. Okay. <laughs> She's been real consistent. I know people have expected a crazy fast time. She's run 157. Uh, can, I, you, you, you can say consistently now. Can she get down into... Can she break her British record? Get into the 156s? 155 is the world record. I think that might be a little too much to ask, but is this the... Someone in the chat will know. Is this the... Is this track fast? I guess is my question. Does it have a reputation of, a fa of being a fast track? Someone over there will know, I think. I don't know. Because I think that'll, that'll uh, obviously factor in. But yeah, I'm looking forward to watching Key the Run. She's been really consistent. She's been really good. It's been exciting. All right. Kevin, we got some breaking oh, news. Laura Muir. We got some breaking news. Sorry. Laura Muir's going to wait. We got breaking news. I'm adding mm -hmm. it to the chat. I mean, I'm adding it to the... Um, the rundown. Oh, no. If this is what I think is, it's not breaking news. This is like hours ago. Well, it's breaking to me. Oh, because you're talking about Omaniala? Yeah. Yeah, 986. Yeah. What? what do you mean? Yeah, 986. Yeah. I didn't get a wind reading on it. Let's show it. Yeah, yeah. So 986 in the AK weekend meet. And it, according to this Kenya. tweet from Athletics Kenya, he promises a sub 980 in tomorrow's finals. So... Dude, Omanyala's fast. I mean, just beat uh, Marcel Jacobs in that 60. Might see something special. It's uh, the. I really do think, you know, Omanyala, I think Oblique Seville. No one, no one near him, man. Oblique Seville, Jamaica, Andre de Grasse, if he can get back into his form. They don't like it if US. They don't want USA going 1, 2, 3 again. And they're going to work together as team, not USA, to break up USA's. Dominance in the 100 right now. Yeah, if you started the year with the list of here's who could break up the sweep, and then you reviewed that list in two, three weeks, I wonder if it would have been shorter or longer. I almost think it's shorter because I think Jacobs is close to dropping out of it. Yeah. But then a performance like this. All I, you need is I, one. I know it's at altitude. All you need is one. Yeah, I mean, potential, the list of potential men who could get top three. You see a performance like this, I know it's at altitude. You'd at least put him in the mix. I'm still waiting on, you know, Seville, Akeem Blake, etc. Yeah. Anyway. All right, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Women's 1K, Laura Muir. I feel like Laura Muir and 1Ks is something I hear all the time. Should be magic. I feel like my time at Flow, there's been... How many times do you think Laura Muir's run a 1K? You want me to look it up? I think it's more than... Eight times. More than eight times. All right. I can look that up and see. Um, I guess I could just go. Oh, I could go progression. I could I could eliminate it. Oh, that's 15. I was just saying. I thought the 1500 was. Uh, indoor. She's run it two seasons indoors. She run an outdoor one. She's run the 1K twice. Twice. So 18. So at, at minimum, she's run it four times. One. Okay, yeah, she's run it four times. And these must be I very mean, vivid that, that, memories. That, that, that felt like eight to me, but she's run it four times. I just feel like it's very <laughs> – she does it all the time. She did 2017, 2020, 2020, and 2018. Really? The last time she's run a 1K was 2020. See, I feel like that's wrong. Right. <laughs> I feel like she's run slower. Maybe she's run slower once. Anyway, regardless, Laura Muir, 1K. I don't know what to say about it. She's going to run it. Maybe she'll break the British record. No, I think she'd be going for the world record, right? 
230-94. She's run 231-93. So she's just under a second. Under a second. Yeah. Away from that. That was in 2017. Yeah. That's Maria Mutola's record. I think she could. I mean, 230 is 30 I don't think she gets it. Not even close. She doesn't even PR. Two flat. She's going to run 232. Two flat 800. And then. She's going 232. Okay. Them's the rules. You didn't, you didn't put that in the over-under, so we don't. Yeah. Okay. Because I know what she's going to run. I have prediction of the future. Uh, and then. Gudoff's the guy's running a 3K. Yeah. And she's gone for world records twice now. Once in the mile. Once in the 1500. Neither of them have worked out. But she still managed to win by a whole lot. I wonder if this is going to be another <laughs> pursuit of an insanely fast time or not. Who knows? I don't know. I kind of don't want to talk about it because I feel like if I talk about her trying to break a record, she's <laughs> going to fall apart and not do it. So if we just like skip it. Sure. And then come Saturday afternoon, we're like, oh, world record. Yeah. And we can take credit for it because us choosing to not talk about it manifest it into happening into this world sure i'm with that so good off the guy you're welcome for us just skipping over your event we're not skipping over it i mentioned it no we, no, no, we are oh okay you can't talk about it if you talk about it it doesn't happen it's like that it's like a movie that'll be like a, a fight club yeah it's like fight club mm. all right um it's like a movie continuing on on the greatest run of show ever created by man mm-hmm uh, BU, last chance. Last chance at BU. This is, is it. You this might is... think you have another chance at BU. You are no, sorely mistaken. No, this is the mistaken. last chance. Which is not true because there's another chance at BU that happens in December. Well, for this indoor season. No, for this chance. year, it's not the last chance. Not year, Because it's called the 2023 indoor. BU last chance meet. There's another meet in 2023 where you get to run a BU. They should call the last chance meet in December. No, they shouldn't because that's the last chance for 2024. Kevin, that's the first chance for here's the thing. They should start calling the meets in the beginning of your first chances instead of second. Okay. Or and like 1.0, 2.0, 3.0. Maybe we'll build to second chance and third chance, but at the very least, we've done last chance for so long and it's been successful. I think we should introduce first chance. What about like penultimate chance? And you can only debut in that meet. If you've already run our meet, you can, you're not eligible to compete in this invitational. It has to be your first chance. That's it. Well, what if they make the rules that if you compete at the last chance meet, it's, and you don't run well, then it's, it's you're not allowed to run. It. You have to retire. You're done. This is actually your last chance. <laughs> Everyone who runs this meet, this is your final race. Yeah, I, I ran in some last chance meets in my day, yeah. and it was it. I, I took it literally. Do you know there, how many people run a last chance meet not knowing it was their last chance? Yeah. Oh, I knew it was mine in my case. You're like they're like, oh yeah, Every I'm gonna season. have a career, and then you know. Yeah, that was it. I my last chance meet was Centennial Conference. Was it called the last chance meet or no? No, it was called the Centennial Conference Championships. You know, you, and I was a senior. It's got to be called the last chance for it to. Really... And I ran prelim. Yeah, hurt my foot, got a bad blister. Ran the final. Oh yeah, I heard popped. the story. Yeah, and you but, went out with the blister. I man. went out with the blister. But then, twenty-two-year-old Gordon was thinking, you know what? It doesn't matter. Because soon, thirty-five-year-old Gordon. No, no. 22-year-old Gordon was like, soon I'll be working at Disney, and this will all pay oh, off. Oh, yeah, we work <laughs> at Disney as an Imagineer. Look how that worked out. It was a rough year for you. Hey. Was it or no? It was great. No, yeah. you had some accomplishments. Yes. You walked the stage. You graduated. I graduated yeah. with honors. Is that a thing? Graduating with everyone. Yeah. Summa cum laude. Summa cum laude. I don't know what my GPA was. Do you know what your GPA was? I think I was I, like 4.0, something like that. I mean, <laughs> it started with a 4. I mean, it was in the 3s. A 4.2. You had a four two, Colt. That's not possible. Yeah, no, yes, I had I had above a four in high school. Because college of classes, honors. Yeah, that's Ooh. a stupid thing. Well, pluses and minuses, man. And then I dropped Repeat. out of college. <laughs> so he's Marcus Zuckerberg right here. All right, <laughs> BU preview. This is the final BU preview. Okay, that was an in very long intro into the preview. I like it. Clip when it. These Add things. this all in the clip. Uh, so a couple of races that are going to be notable, most notably. <laughs> A mile, <laughs> like naturally. Um, there's two really good heats, even a third heat that's going to be kind of interesting. First two heats, uh, one is with Washington, one is without. Um, Cooper Tier, Vincent Ciotti, Henry Wynn, Evan Jaeger, they're in the first mile heat. Second mile heat, though, I think it's going to be even hotter. Got Johnny Gregoric, Sam Prakel, Jordy Beamish, and then eight Washington milers. <laughs> Wascom, Faye, Green, Lum, Ellis, Hauser, Ryan, and all. Um, I have a question. 
What? Okay. Why are there? Why are they split it up like this? I think uh, they want to kind of let U Dubs do their own thing, and then the rest of people again their own thing. Is it designed to be even? Is that the goal here? I think it's like, hey, U Dub had a plus seven, and so they're like, hey, we want all <laughs> me and my friends all want to be in this heat, so they had to get their own heat. There's too many of them. Okay. Like, I, Joe okay. Wascom is good enough to be in the first heat, but Joe says, yeah. Why do they if you want to run me, together? You're bringing seven other. Yeah, but why can't they run separate heats? With he had a lot of dogs. <laughs> a lot of dogs <laughs> with him. <laughs> why does he need to do that? Why can't he run? Why does Washington have to travel in a pack? Because they're dogs <laughs> of Huskies. And they got Prakel, who's like the retired dog. Never duck. was a dog. He's a duck, now dog. Honorary dog. Honorary dog. They just want to control the situation. They're just basically recreating what they did at UW, but on a BU track but where it, it's going to count. Okay, but it, NCAAs are not going to get to say, hey, we want all of our people. Okay, whatever. I do okay, this. The purpose I, of this is the point, the, I want it, Here's what I want to see. I want to see Tier versus Gregoric, Prakel, and Wascom. You're not going to get that. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, you're not going to get that. <laughs> you're going to get Tier versus Sieti and, and Win. And you will love it. I just wanted to know why it was like that. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm just. Okay, the whole purpose of these two races, mainly the second one, but probably the first one too, is they want to get the world standard because you can qualify with a 1,500-meter standard with an indoor mile mark, which is 351. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. They're all trying to run 351. Fair. And here's the thing. If they're trying to run 351, the collegiate record is 350. Yeah, yeah. So they got eight chances to break the collegiate record, eight different Huskies going at it. I think there's a chance the collegiate record gets broken. Joe mm-hmm. Wascom, you went 351. Brian Fay's good. Kieran Lum's good. Isaac Green. Sam Ellis, he's unattached, but you get the idea. I just think that if they're trying to run 351, yeah. they're going to run 349. <laughs> not necessarily. That's how it works. You always <laughs> run two seconds faster than what you're trying. No. Well, one person might, not all of them. Well, one of them will. You yeah. pay attention to the first person. You don't pay attention but to the But I think it's going to be interesting. We're going to have like... Everyone reacted wildly to the what UW did at their home meet, but it's going to be even more wild because this time it'll be on a normal track. And uh, is it a normal track? Yes, it's or a, is normal it a super track. track. Don't you sound? I think it's a super track. Super track. I mean, I think I want to run at BU, BU is what I want to do. Yeah, uh, and then there's another mile where Connor Burns, who broke four, Oregon uh, recruit, mm-hmm. Oregon signee, uh, high school kid. Trying to break four again. Aren't you excited? I'm high pumped. school sub I'm four pumped. mile, bro. Wait, how like many have done sc- it? No, it's, it's a high school sub four mile where you already broke four a year ago. Yeah, that doesn't count. We can't add him to the list. <laughs> yeah, we can't add him to the list. Sorry. He already did it. Well, maybe he could. What's the high school indoor mile Is it record? Hunter's time? I mean, might, might be Kessler. Oh, might be. So maybe he's trying to break the indoor record. I mean, cool. I can look this up right now. I got this track and field news sheet up here. Indoors, 357.81. Yeah, oh, no, 357.66. Yeah, he's going to break that. that. He's going to break that. He ran 358 outdoors last year. Connor okay. Burns. Something to watch up. for. Something to watch. Uh, so for Yari Gorarian's running an 800. Again, trying to go after that high school record. Um, Sinclair Johnson's in the 3K. Cooper Tier's also in the 5K, but that might be a late scratch. Evan Jager's in the 3K. That also might be a late scratch because they're both in the mile. So we'll see what they end up doing. So the miles are the featured event. Here. Miles is the featured event in the women's eight hundred with Gorarian. Yeah. Women's three K could be good too, you said. Yeah, women's three K Sinclair Johnson is in there. Okay. Um so yeah. BU, watch that. Last chance. Saturday. Sa- Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You sure it's Twenty six. Yeah. Come on. Twenty sixth. Sunday. Don't doubt. Birmingham twenty fifth. Don't doubt me. Okay. I won't. I my apologies. Okay. Now it's time. For the best part of our show, it's Friday, which means one thing and one thing only. Over-unders. It's over-under time. Uh, current record, Gordon is 10-13-1. Kevin is 14-9-1. So you got a four-game lead or four-pick lead. Mm-hmm. And I was like, today I make my triumphus comeback. Triumphus? <laughs> Triumphant. Triumphant comeback. We got six over-unders. We're going. Yeah, I feel good about these. Bad news for you. I feel really good about these. Okay, first over-under. 
Uh, surprisingly, Nico Young is not in the currently top 16 for NCAAs in the 3K. Nico Young, yeah, one of the best t- talents. He's running a 3K at his conference championship at altitude in Idaho. I think you need to run around 744, 743 to qualify. Question is, will Nico Young's NCAA mark be over or under top 16 at the end of the weekend? So basically, will he qualify for the 3K? I'll let you go first on this one. No. Yeah. Because I have, have too much information. Yeah, that's on why. This I, one. No, so that, that's I'm why the, you have to go first. No. Because no. you'll go. You'll just do whatever you I have do. Illegal information. On you're just this. gonna say whatever I say. Yeah. I don't like that. That's strategy. I know when you have a man on the inside. So, all right, fine. You be a coward. Uh, I'll go under. I think we'll get it. Yeah, I'm going under as well. Okay. Why are you copying me? I'm not copying you. I had my, yeah. So he's got to run a fast 3K indoors at Idaho, get converted. We'll see if he makes it. So we both think that Nico Young will make it. If he doesn't, it's kind of interesting. I mean, who on their bingo board had Drew Bosley mm-hmm. qualified for NCAAs in a 3K and Nico Young not after cross country? Not many people had. Not many people had bingo that. board. No. no. Well, that's a weird bingo board to have. Yeah, to. I don't know what that means. I don't know the manufacturer of that bingo board is. All right, next one. A UW athlete over under 350.39, which is the collegiate record in the mile. I'll well, go over on that one. Over. Yeah. I'm going under. I think I think one of the UW guys breaks the collegiate record. There's, they have a lot of chances. They're all trying to break 351. To Seven to win. They're all trying to break 351. Yeah. And you're saying none of them are going to be able to break 350.39? You're crazy. Come well, on. they could break 351 and not break 350.39. All right. Uh, next one. Gorarian, 800. Over under 2 flat point oh six, which is the high school record. Yeah, Rasheen Willis' high school record. Gorarian's run under 201 this year. I think she does it. I think we're going to see a, another high school sub two. I'm going with over. I think she doesn't do it. I think she runs two flat, but I don't think she runs two flat 06. Again, two flat 06 is very different from two flat point nine. It is. She's already run that time before. So I'm going with over. All right, next one. This one was a fun one. Grant Holloway, margin of victory 0.05. So this one was tough because they were really close when they ran in against each other in Lee Venn. It was 739 to 743. Since that race, Daniel's run a seven thirty nine. I picked a really good line, didn't I? And his oh, his his gap to Ro- Holloway, you know, seven thirty eight. So season's best seven thirty eight Holloway, seven thirty nine Roberts. I think though, I think Don't. Grant's gonna go in the other direction this time, and I'm gonna say over. Do I also think it could be a push. Do you want to call for a push? Do you want to go for it? That's a that's go for the push. If it's 0.05, you get the win. Yeah. If it's exactly 0.05, are you going over? I'm going over. Do the push. That'll be fun. Yeah. Check also, it also, I should get two. Do I get two for that? No, you get one. I should get two no, for that. No, you just the chat agrees with me. I should get two chat. For you don't. That. You don't have to chat. I know. No, you're going for a push. All right. I'm that's, just that's a that. risk. You're you're giving me a win there. Who's with me? All right, um, a, that's dumb, but that's what you dumb, do when you're confident in your lead, yeah. ability. Okay, no, in my abilities, I think 0.05 seems about right. I need to learn how to spell Wilson. Yeah, someone in the chat said he spelled it wrong. No, no, no. Okay, they saw it because Cole oh, put it up. Okay, and Cole, let's put it back up. Um, Cole had to take it down because the spelling error. Okay. It's embarrassing to our podcast. All right, Cole doesn't want his name associated with that. Do you know who I'm talking about here in this? Allie Wilson. No. Yeah, isn't Allie Wilson? No, nope, that's not the, what I'm talking about. Who are you talking about? I'm talking about Britton Wilson at the SEC 800. Oh, that's your about Allie Wilson. No, no. Oh, I'm talking okay. about Britton Wilson, SEC 800. Remember who's in the SEC. Did you do that on purpose? Because Allie Wilson's in the Birmingham, and she's seated third. Yeah, no, I didn't. So, no. Well, the 1.5 would have made a lot of sense for that. Oh, what? She's not going to win the – Allie Wilson point... is not going to beat Kaylee Hodgkinson I know, in the 800. Get... Oh, right. I thought it was 2.5. Okay, sorry. No. Uh, I need to look up the start list then. This okay, is... so in the start list, you have Im- Im- Imogene Barrett. Is that her? I'm, oh, I, I should have. Yeah, you need to. 
I should have come more prepared. You, well, no, you need to provide all this information up front, not trick me at the last minute. Okay, so um, we know Michaela Rose, right? LSU, she ran that two flat at Boston. And then Emojin Barrett. Emojin Barrett? Emogen Barrett? Mm -hmm. She's a senior. She's run 201. So you have a two flat LSU athlete, a 201 Florida athlete, and then Britton Wilson, who's new to the event, ran 202 recently. She's also there. And they're entered, all of them. And they're all three are entered, yeah. Uh, I'll give you a little more information. Barrett finished fourth at NCAA Outdoors uh, last year. And Rose, obviously, she's kind of had her breakout race this year. So you have fourth place finisher outdoors in the 800 in the NCAA. And Barrett, two flat in Rose. And then you got Britton Wilson, who's new to this event, which is coming off of 202. Over under 1.5 place. Does she win SEC? I think she's going to get second. And also, this is the only event she's running. She's doing this in 4x4, so she's not doubling or anything. Yeah, I think she'll get second. I'll, I'll take Rose for the win. So you think she loses? So I'll go over. I'm going under. I think she wins. All right, last one. Josh Kerr, 1,500, 331.75. I hinted at this earlier. I think this is going to turn... It's going to be a race. It's going to be a good race. I don't know if time will end up being the big takeaway from it. That's the British record? No, it's not the British record. It's just, just a line I created. Really? Yeah. Why, why didn't you just make it the British record? No, because I wanted to like... I want to be. I want to try to get even money on both sides of the line. Okay, so British record is three thirty-two eighty-six. So you give me even more than that. Yeah, this is a over. This is an easy over. Thank you. Under. Taking the under. So there you have it. Look, at, we are different on five Big of the six baby. picks. What happened, Colt? Big swing opportunity here yes. for either of you. Yeah. We're different on five of the six. How are you feeling? I just think if I win on the push, it should be over. I should just win the whole thing. The whole year? The month. <laughs> this is going to be big. Yeah. We were I'm... talking about, we split uh, NCAA, uh, US Indoors because I had the over for Lyles in the 60. You had the under for Hobbs in the 60. Is that the only one we did? Yeah, it's the only one well, we, we did. Well, we did two, huh? Yeah, we did two. Wait, I had... Get under 649 for Lyles. Well, I got screwed out of that one. Really? You run. Well, maybe you should have predicted better. Yeah. Do you think he still runs 649 in that final? I think he would have run. I think he still runs I, 650. The I final. think he runs 648. In fact, I have this math equation that shows how right I would have been. Okay. Good job steering the ship, Gordon. That's well done. That's what I'm here for. Got a lot of comments today. I feel like. Everybody was uh, commenting today. It's cool. Yeah. It's Friday. Good vibes. Friday. Yeah. I was uh, looking forward towards the future because indoor season's coming to an end. We still have NCAA indoors in the coming weeks. But check this out, man. Once the Diamond League starts, we'll start doing live pods post-Diamond Leagues. It's going to be exciting. Does Colt know about that? No, this is the first time I'm telling him. Do live podcast during Boston and London Marathon. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Anything else? Well, Omanyala, we talked about him. That's old news. It's already break I already broke that news. I, I should have added that to the to the run. Well, so you knew about that this whole time? You didn't tell me? Yeah. You I walked into the studio I saw it knowing I that Omanyala ran nine eighty six and he felt like you didn't need to tell me anything. I probably was watching the clip when you texted me about needing a ride <laughs> and then I got distracted. Because I said, oh, we got to go. Hey, Fair enough. Gordon, you didn't text Kevin until this morning to get a ride? How long until has your car been broken? 11.45, he didn't text. I was about ready to drive in. Yeah. Yeah, it's I didn't. 15 minutes before we like are in studio. Correct, Cole. That's, that's what I'm dealing with here. That's. <laughs> well, I was just like, uh, do I want a bike or do I want a, a ride to this office? So I decided I wanted a ride. So I texted you. Again, I didn't imagine that he would go two days without getting his battery fixed. So I was surprised. But think about all of the carbon emissions I am saving the planet by <laughs> not driving. Oh, that's right. He's a hero. Carpooling is great. I don't mind. 
kind of a, yeah, you kind of should like look well, up to me. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> let Colt know though. We gotta give him more of a heads up. Can't We're fine. Him. We're on time. Yeah. Were we on time? We were it worked time. out. Yeah. It worked out. We're good. David says they leave for work at eleven forty-five. We leave coming to the studio. We were yeah. at home, but home before that, and yeah, because yeah. there's a show before us for a different sport. I don't know what it is. Wrestling. Wrestling. So if we come in early, we're just. And there's very few chairs out there. Yeah. So we're just standing around. So. All right. Cole, you did a great job producing. Yeah, Cole, you did a great job. Kevin, you did a great job uh, co-hosting. Cole, one last question here. Uh, what's the question? Well, this is oh, – wait, is this real? Only game says Lyles versus Curly versus Norman, 150, May 6th, Atlanta, Georgia. Do you approve it? They're not actually signed on for that. That's the Atlanta street meet. Oh. You know, you know what's funny? I want I actually have an interesting rant about this. Not a rant. But like, you know the off-distance stuff, right? The meet in the middle stuff? I'm sure you we have the obvious example of Michael Johnson versus Donovan Bailey, and then people really talked about it when it was Bolt versus Ferret, right? It was fun. People were trying to figure out what would be the ideal distance for them to meet at, and I think someone decided it was just under 600 meters. They never actually did it. People thought for a moment they would do it for charity because they had the same agent. But now everybody wants to do these races in the middle, right? When you don't even need to. Like Lyles versus Norman is interested in, is interesting regardless of what distance you put it at. You don't need to come up with a let's run it to 250. Let's run a 350. Let's run a 300. It only works if you're taking someone like if you're going Rudisha versus Mo Farah, that works. They're way apart in in distance. So earlier today, Noah Lyles tweeted, uh, Colt, do you want to bring up the tweet at the top of the run of show? Uh, he tweeted in response to Michael Johnson talking about events he wants to run. Oh, so he ch Lyles challenged him? He said, Adidas is throwing a street meet in Atlanta on May 6th with a 150 meter straightaway. Just saying if y'all want to run that 150 at Fred Curley at Michael Norman. Okay. I see where this is coming from. But again, they don't need to do it in a street meet in an off. I'll take it if I can find it. But they but can just go run, run a two hundred, a two hundred, anything like a just track meet. A regular track meet is fine. Here's the reason this isn't going to happen. The first word and no allows this tweet is the reason why it's not going to happen. Adidas <laughs> is throwing and A <laughs> six Fred Curley and Nike Michael Norman be like, yeah, we want to go to the Adidas thing. Yes, I don't blame him for getting it going. I appreciate Lyles for doing that. The, the sprinters now seem to be really like they're talkative, which is yeah. great. And I think they're all on good terms and, and they all want to get more, I guess you could say, head to head matchups going. But then logistics get in the way and reality sets in. And we're probably going to end up with something similar as we've had in years past. Fred and Curly should, uh, Fred and Curly, Fred and uh, Norman should respond to a tweet. Adidas wants to give us a hundred thousand dollars each. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't do that though, right? <laughs> well, they should have Norman should respond with whatever. Like, we're running a we're, Nike we're, meet. Yeah. Do you want to come, Fred Curley? Yeah. No, because yeah. I'm running an A6 meet, and that's also a problem with our sports that when meets are associated to brands, it ruins the competition because it yeah. becomes a showcase of the brand and not a showcase of the athlete. It's a promo. Yeah, it's a promo. I mean, I, guess I mean, that's what Nike Cross Nationals is. That's what New Balance Nationals is. That's what all that stuff. It's it's not about crowning a national champion. It's about showing a logo. It's a meet and a promotional thing yeah. at once. And sometimes the promotional thing gets in the way of the actual meet. But my, my thing here, and I know it's a very small point in a larger issue here, is just we don't need to go off distance. No, yeah. And you don't need to just do it in, in street meets. You could do it in regular – it worked with Bolt and Farah because it was a sprinter versus a long-distance runner. That makes sense. But when you're talking about a sprinter, just have them sprint against each other. There's something I have – I've been – I'm going to save it for a pod in the coming weeks. But reading Michael Johnson's tweets the past couple of weeks has been infuriating. I can explain why, but you know, I will dive into that later. I want to try to get him on the pod, and I could tell him to his face, but I don't know if he'll, he'll agree. 
Good luck with that. I love Michael Johnson. He's the reason I got into track and field, for the record. He's my favorite athlete of all time. Well, I think – well, we can talk about it later. I, I think what he's doing – I kind of – I like a lot of his tweets because people will come to him with stuff of like, this will fix it. And he's just like, nope, that's not going to work. Right? He, he's, he's, he's also shooting down a lot of the far-fetched ideas. But he's just doing – he's doing the – Track isn't popular clickbait. It's just like, God dang it. Like, he's right, though. Yeah, but it, he's just like doing the little, he's virtue signaling to the track <laughs> audience to be like, we people don't like us. Like, if you agree with me, and everyone's going to like it. It's like all just baiting people who want to have like the like. I think you're missing, I think you're missing his point. Like, when he says fantasy track would be actual fantasy. He's critiquing track there. Yeah, but then he talked about, like, why isn't track on ESPN? It's like, well, that's... does he not know how freaking rights, media rights work? It's not on ESPN because ESPN would rather spend money on NFL rights than on track and field rights. That's why. I, I guess what his point would be, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what specific one you're talking about. But I, I think he's, he's critiquing the sport as much as he is, like, boosting it, which I think is good. I don't know. I would have him on the pod I, I, and I, I could I, I, have a conversation well, actually, about yeah. some of them. Yeah. I should get him on the pod. Yeah, email him. I'll email him. Send him a tweet. Send him a tweet. All right. That's it? I love Michael Johnson, for the record. He's my favorite athlete. Of all time? Yeah, he's the reason why. He's the first track athlete I ever watched. Because yeah. I started following track and field in 1996. That's way more than a decade. I know. More than a decade. <laughs> way more. All right. All right. Like, subscribe. Thanks for listening. It's Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe out there. Go for a run. And have some fun. People are not taking your side in the chat, by the way. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Oh, I know. I know. I know. On the last point. So. Yeah, I know. That's why I think I just need to talk it Someone out. Someone just said what? Yeah. What, I just need to Gordon? Talk, and then I, there's just a question mark, and I don't even know the answer. I need to talk it out. I need to talk it out. You should have You should have rehearsed it before. Yeah, it's just been on my mind. I don't know. Sometimes. You should have I mean, just teased he, it. You said, like, I am going to... In a coming upcoming episode, I will respond to a famous yeah, track athlete's yeah. tweets and then just leave it there. I mean, I also hate when people tweet out hashtag clean sport. I think that's also, all right. You know, it's like, oh, we're changing our profile picture to a different icon. You can only and that's tweet solve out the trust, the, trust the process. That's the only hashtag that works, right? Yeah. TTP. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm just saying. Like, ooh, if I tweet out. Clean no sport birds. that's gonna take doping out of our sport. No, it's not. just gonna get everyone to say, like, ooh, you agree All with right. the right thing at the time. It's like we get it. All right. We got it. I think we covered it. We don't need people <laughs> tweeting that doping is bad for me to know that doping is bad. Maybe it's not for you. It's you for themselves. It's for themselves. Maybe it's not for you. It's Maybe like, not, look not, how many You think every tweet is for you. That's the problem. And it needs to apply No, every to you. tweet that someone tweets is for themselves. Twitter is a selfish thing. You're doing it to get Ego boost. I don't know. There's some funny tweets out there that I enjoy of other people. Yeah, but they know that they're going to enjoy because they know that. Yeah, like, so what's wrong with that? It's every podcast. Are we doing this for other people? Are we doing this for us? I don't know what we're doing I'm, this for anymore. I'm selfish. I'm doing it for me. <laughs> this is what happens when the podcast said, goes on 10 minutes too yeah, long. Yeah, we, we, I think we signed off like 20 Cut minutes the ago. Mic. Go, <laughs> All right, like, subscribe. We'll see you Monday. Bye.